Today's daf is daf Chof Ches in Moi Cotton Women for Four Slim for Yosef Ezra Ben Chaimchal and Elazar Ben Reuma. Today is a very interesting daf, a lot of agarata and more about mourning. Now, the Mishnah had said on daf Chof Zion, yesterday's daf, it said that besides the things that they try to do things in common, so that not to embarrass the poor people by bringing everybody, everybody brings their food in simple baskets. And um, on Cholomoy, we don't say the Birkas Avelim in Birkas Muslim, they don't say that. But if there's a funeral, they do have a Shura and they do Menachem, they say Menachem, uh, Menachem Eschem. And then the mourners, the Avelim, tell the uh, people, okay, time to go home and have a good Yantif. And then it said that you don't leave the beer in the street on Cholomoy, which is apparently that was done commonly. They left it like in the street. They would go to different places on the way to the cemetery, leave it in the street and make a spadum. They would do eulogies there and as we'll see, wailing. They did all that stuff, but they don't do it on Cholomoy because if they would leave it in the street, then they, they, would cause, uh, they would cause people to make eulogies. And they don't want to accustom them, encourage them to do uh, eulogies on Cholomoy. Then the end of the mission says, Velo shall noshim you never leave a woman's beer in the street because it's not bakavadik. What does that mean? It's not honorable for a woman, as we're going to see right now. What's the reason why you don't leave a woman, uh, woman's stuff? Because a woman, as we'll see, is, is uh, quicker for her body. I don't use her to decompose, but uh, she could have blood running out of her, etc. It's more embarrassing for a woman to be left in the street in her beer. So uh, after she's gone. So Veloshal Nashim, the bottom last line on Khapsan and Bay says, Veloshal Nashim Olam Nekavit. Amr Nadar, he said in Nardar, Loshana Elachaya, that's only a woman who's just given birth. Uh, she 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 died because she died in childbirth, which apparently was very common in those days. And therefore she was bleeding a lot. So we're talking about a woman like that who's bleeding a lot. It's embarrassing to have a beer there in the street. And, uh, you know, and, and, and a lot of blood might be oozing out and it's not nice. So we don't leave her beer in the street. Of Asharnoshim, but other women, you could uh, leave them in the street on their way to their funeral, just like men. Rabbi Lazar Menoff, even other women as well, the Siv, Thomas Shom Miriam, Atikavar Shom, Samachlami Sekfura. You don't, uh, you, you don't, as soon as she dies, you take her straight to the cemetery. As we saw by Miriam, she died and they buried her right there. You don't uh, delay it. You don't leave her in the street and make eulogies and things like that. It's not proper for a woman. Bum Rabbi Lazar, another thing Rabbi Lazar said, he talked about learning it from Miriam. Another thing he learned, says, Af Miriam ben Ashika Mesa. Miriam also died, Mises Ashika, meaning she died in one second. She didn't suffer. Uh, Mises Ashika, so to speak, like Hashem kissed her and she died. How do we know that Asi Shom Shami Moshe, just like by Moshe, we find that he died, Mises Ashika, in one second, he died without any pain. The same way Miriam died. It says, Shom, Shom Miriam, but Shom Miriam, and Moshe died. also says, Shom by Moshe. So therefore, we learn out that she also died in Mises Ashika. By Moshe, it says, by Moshe al Hashem, so to speak, like Mises Ashika, Hashem kissed him and he died. Why didn't he say that by Miriam? Because it's not proper to say. We always think of Hashem in the male tense, and it wouldn't be proper to say that Hashem kissed her. So even though she did, Hashem did give her the kiss of death, so to speak, the kiss of death, which is a, a bad connotation in our language, but uh, means the kiss of death, meaning that it was just a kiss. It was just like a, in a split second, gave her a kiss and died 
painlessly. So, so Miriam died the same way that Moshe. So we talked about Mises Miriam to learn out from there that a woman you bury right away without any delay. And why? So we talk about Mises Miriam, it says we're learning another thing from Mises Miriam. Rabbi said, why is the Parsha of Miriam juxtaposed right next to the Parsha of Paraduma? The death of Miriam is written right next to the Parsha of Paraduma. Why? What does that teach? Shlomo Lecha. Ma Paraduma Machaperes, just like the Paraduma atones for the Jewish people, the death of Sadiqim is also for the rest of the nation. Now you might say, what do you mean? The Paraduma is not Mechaper, the Paraduma is Metaya, right? What's the purpose of Paraduma? We go through the whole process. To be Metaya, somebody who was a Tommy Mason went to a funeral, it purposes to be Metaya. Where do you get this idea that it's Mechaper? So Tosa says over here, Ma Paraduma Mechaper is Pirish Amasa Ego. Right, a mice ego. The ego of the story was with the golden calf, right? And that was our great sin. And the paraduma comes to atone for that. It's like the uh, the the uh, maidservant's son who made a mess and and uh, and uh, soiled the uh, you know the fancy palace of the king. Omer let his mother come and clean it up. So, so to speak, the ego was our sin, and the ego's mother, the calf's mother, the para, the cow, came to atone for that. So it's interesting that you see here that the paradum is not only metire, but it's also machaper, it's also an atonement. That's what the Gemara is saying over here. Amar Blazer, Lamanis Macha Mises, we're at the first of the Y lines of the Gemara, Lamanis Macha Mises, Arlebidekuna. Also, what's the, what's the connection that the death of Amr is written right next to the story of the uh, Konim's clothing, the, the, their, 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 uh, um, their vestments that they wear. Ma big day just like big Now it doesn't mean that the big day or machaper alone, they're machaper because you can only bring the carbonos, which are machaper when you have the, when the Kornim are wearing their garments. So my big day machaper, so we see both from the story of Miriam, who is written right next to Paraduma, her death is right next to Miriam, and the um, death of Aaron, is written right next to Big Dekuna to show us that just like the Big Dekuna Machaper when they bring the Kabaras, and just like the Paraduma is Machaper, not only Matar, but Machaper, same way the Misa of Sadiqim is also Machaper. Tarabara, Mace Pitom, person dies suddenly. Okay, so today we know that, you know, person has a stroke or a heart attack or aneurysm, whatever it is, dies suddenly. But that's what is that called? Zui Misa's Chatufa. That means she was just snatched away. You know, he died in a second. You know, he just, he was, that's, that's called Mises Chatufa, snatched away. This is also, as we'll see, a kind of a curse. I'm just, you know, took him away suddenly. Chali he was sick for one day, Umais. Zui Mises Dechufa. That's a death that's, uh, that's hurried or rushed. You know, he only had one day of sickness. He, he just wasn't feeling well one day and he's gone. That's called a hurried death or rushed or hurried. Dechuf. Rav Chanina Mingamlilomer Zui Mises Magefa. That's the way people die in an epidemic, or in our case, a, a pandemic, right? Maybe people suffer a little bit, but he says when people live, when he's sick for one day, that's called magefa, which is a pestilence. It's a kind of, it's an epidemic that, when I'm going to take away from you the desire of your eyes, but magefa. It says, I spoke to the nation, and he said, Yecheskel said that his wife died at night, meaning it was within one day. 
right? He says, uh, he spoke to the nation, this thing, it happened right away. And his wife was gone that day and she died. And he, and the Lushan was, because the Pusik said, I'm going to take away in my gaifa, but she only, she only lasted one day. So one day could either be called Duhufa, it's a hurry death, or it could be a death by Magefa. Not all Magefas are the same as we as we know now, right? Um if a person lingered for two days, he was sick for two days and died of Sui Misa Dhuya. That's like, you know, his life was suspended. It was uh, stopped in middle. He was suspended. He was only sick for two days. In the olden days in the embraces, we find that they died, or Moshe died, right? He, nothing, he wasn't sick at all. Hashem, so to speak, when, when in Bracious, we find that they weren't sick, they just died. Hashem gave Zikna to to make them turn old, made us turn old in order to remember that our time is coming, that it's time to do chuba, it's time to repent. That's when in the olden days, uh, there was nothing. That was like a gift. Old age was given to us as a gift because uh, otherwise, you know, you just die suddenly. This way is a chance for people to realize that uh, their time is coming. Yeah, it's like a, we find only then, but before that, we don't find that they got old. Zui misses the chuya. So zui misses the chuya. Gimel, if he if he uh, was sick for three days, that's called ga'ara. Like Hashem is angry. You know, it's not as quick as snatched away or hurried away or my gefa, but it's uh, Hashem is angry. You know, he only you know he's only sick for three days and he died. Our boy, if he was sick for four days, that's a little bit of a lesser stage. Not as angry. He's uh, rebuked. Nazif is like being rebuked. He had different lashonos means it's a it's a it's a question of level of uh, how quickly Hashem grabbed him away. Chamisha zuimis is That's normal for a person to get sick. He's sick in bed for, for five days. You know, I guess before antibiotics, etc. You know, sick for five days. That's enough, and then they passed away. Amravchanin, Mikra, where do you see this in the pasuk? This hint that five days is normal. It says, "Hein karvu yamecha lamus." Right? Behold, your days, uh, your your days are coming, or your your nearing death. So, how do you see that five? Hein is chad. Hein means one, as we'll see, because uh, it's another way of saying one is hein. Like wachad in Arabic or chad in Aramaic, um, karvu is trade. That's plural. Greek. Near right, Greek. We'll Greek see. Another, hey, like one. Hey, one. It's Greek. Mars going to say that. End of the line. Wait, 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 wait. Thirty seconds. Karvu is trade. Yamecha is also trade. Plural. So karvu is plural and yamecha is plural. So you have one, two, and two. That's five. Hachamisha. Why? Because hein chad shekain belosh yavonikar laachas hein. Because in Greek. One is also called Hain. We always say, so, you know, how are we saying that the Pusik, remember we have this thing with the Totafavos in, in, in Africa, it's, uh, it means uh, two or whatever. So uh, what, what does that have to do with Greek? We're talking here in the Pusik. It's the Hebrew, right? Hain kovri yamechimos, behold, you know, uh, behold, your days are coming. So what does that have to do with Hain Greek? So the idea is that all these were originally the Shonas of Hebrew, and some of them were forgotten. In other words, the Pusik is Hain, but People don't know, and a lot of people lost the meaning of what is Hain. Hain, what does that mean? What is the translation? Oh, in, but somehow when the, when the, when the uh, maybe during the time, the, during Dora Flugger, when people spread around the world, some of, they took some of the languages with them, right? People come from another country and they speak their mother tongue or words happen like, you know, many words in Hebrew or Yiddish words or, uh, 
or Aramaic words, right? Asmachta is Aramaic, and there's a million Aramaic words. Khan is Aramaic, you know, and there's many words that, 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 that seep in. So all these words like from Africa or in Greek, it's called that, it really means it's originally Hebrew, because otherwise, what does it have to do? The Torah is not in Greek, the Torah is in Hebrew. The answer is that it was maybe forgotten because many languages don't have words, so, or, or, or the words seep in. I once went to the store here and I said, uh, you know, when I was first came in Aliyah, and I said, um, I wanted Ragulach. I said, but uh, I Ragulach Bivrit. Ragulach, you know, you know, that's what they have, you know, it's Ragulach. They don't have another word for it. It's Yiddish, right? Like many of them, you know. All right, so if you listen to the news, every just listen to the way they talk, many words are this Yiddish sprinkled in there. Aramaic is sprinkled in there, and English words. How many, well, I mean, the hardest words to read are the English words, you know, when you're trying to figure out what it is, it's just an English word, you know. So that's how it is. Okay. Um, we died at age 50. That's chorus. Now we'll see. It's not only 50, but this point we're saying if he dies at age 50, that's called chorus. If he died at age 52, these are this that was that Shmuel Shmuel died at age fifty two. We'll talk about more about this in a minute. Shishim If he lasts till sixty, okay. In other words, as we'll see that Chorus is up until sixty. If he was sixty already, and then he died. That's Misa Bidei Shemaim. Amar Marzutur because there's Misa Bidei Shemaim. There's Misa and there's Chorus, right? Many times the pasuk will say uh, he's going to get Chorus. Yehoshu. Sometimes the pasuk will say that uh, he's Chayav Misa. All right, we'll learn from Pasi's Chayv Misa, but it's not, it's Misa Bidei Shemaim, it's not Misa. For example, let's say a person eats uh, Truma, B'meizid, Chayv Misa Bidei Shemaim, it's not Kar, it's Misa Bidei Shemaim, so that's at age 60. Um, so for my car, where do you see this on a Pasi, the age of 60, that it means anything? So it says, in other words, that's also, it's like nearing old age, right? And um, and uh, that's that's called Misa Bidei Shemaim, that Hashem just took him away. Not, he didn't live to ripe old age, but it's called Mishmish, my car, the Siv, Tavo Bakelech Eli cover. You'll come in ripe old age to the to the grave, right? You'll come, you'll come. And uh, so Bekelach is, is something that's old and ripe. Bekelach, Bigamatria Shisen, okay? And ke, the word Kelach in Gematria is 60. Bez is two, Chaf is 20, that's 22. Lamed is 30, that's 52. And Chaf, Eches is eight, that's a total of 60. And as we said, Gematria is always one word for one word, right? In, in, in Chazal, you always find one word. So Kelach, Big Kelach is 60. So it says you'll come to your kever, you know, at the ripe old age of 60. And that's normal, okay? Big Kelach, Big Gematria, Gematria, Kelach, Gematria, 60. Shivam, Shivam, Seva. Shiva means, if you read, 70 is called Seva. As we said, Ben Shivam, Son of a Seva. Seva means... Uh, like white hair, hoary, like a person who's uh, older, right? Like white hair. That's uh, that's seven. That's seventy. Shmonim is gvur. Shmonim is a person who's very strong, reaches the age of eighty. The siv pasuk says we say this uh, every Shabbos morning. The, the the days of our of our years are seventy years. The mikvaros a person who's very strong. Shmonim from will reach will reach uh, eighty and ninety and hundred and hundred ten and hundred and twenty mitzvah Shabbos. So Amar Rabba, so Rabba now takes it into a further detail. We said before that Karis is at age fifty, 
But the truth is, Karas is anywhere from 50 up until not including 60, because 60 is already Mishmayim. Why do we say, why did we say before 50 to 60? Why do we say 50? And then we said 60 is, is a Mishmayim, but 50 is Karas. The reason we didn't say from 50 to 60, because Shmuel also died at age 52. Not saying necessarily that he got Karis, whatever it was, maybe he was only destined to have that many years. What about people who die very young or whatever? Maybe that was his mazel, he wasn't destined. It doesn't mean that in all cases it's like that. It doesn't mean that in all cases it's like that. But as we'll see, if a person lasted past 60, that means he's not going to get Karis anymore. Right? Karis could have been earlier, but not to say so out of cover for Shmuel. We don't want to say that 50 to 60 is a year. Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, I think uh, we're in good shape here, right? All right. Um, Rabbi Yosef turns 60 at his 60th birthday. Right? He made a uh, he made a yontif uh, for he made a holiday for for his uh, uh, for his um, you know for the for the rabbis there. In other words, it says when he was 60. That means that he turned 60. That means he had a 60th birthday. Now, where's birthday? By the way, where is birthday? Listen, power is the only time that we listed that that that, that in the Chumash. It's However, we have to have birthdays. Bar mitzvah, mm-hmm. you know, only bar mitzvah. When you bar, when it's important to have a birthday, we don't. You know, we get when people uh, in history and yard side, we go by the day of the death. We don't look at. Uh, we don't glorify the day of birth. By Moshe Rabbeinu, we find that he lived full year. You know, his death was also the same thing. But we don't glorify his birth. We say Zion Adar. Yesterday was his. Yaretzah was also his birthday, but the Pasik doesn't list it as a birthday, only Yom Uledis is power. That's the only time you find a birthday, but birthdays are important. I mean, for the Levium, you have to know when right? I'm out of Karis now because he passed 60. Once he's had 64 years, his 60th birthday means it's really 60 plus a day, right? So he's uh, not no more Karis. There's no more Karis of years. Meaning, in terms of age, there's no more kares past the age of, of 59, past when you turn 60. But mikares, you mean nothing, but you still could get the kares of the days. What do we mean by that? We said before, if a person is snatched suddenly, hit on without getting sick at all, or if he's sick for a day or two days or three days or four days, we had all these different categories of what's anger and rebuke and, 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 and pestilence and all these things. That's still a kind of a chorus that you haven't, you, you know, you still can die that way. At least I got half. <laughs> I got the years. I know that in terms of years, I'm not going to get, I'm not getting the chorus that's destined for somebody when the Torah says he's going to get chorus and he died at the age of 15, 60. That could be, that chorus he's not going to get anymore. He still might die suddenly. That may be a blessing. Uh, Ravuna, and as the Gemara before didn't call that chorus, but it's like, it's not the, it's not the chorus that he says, you, you, you're not going to get the chorus that the Torah uh, uh, issues as a punishment, but you still might get the chorus, meaning that you get cut off uh, suddenly, you know, at, at some point in your life uh, after being sick for a day or two days or three days or no days. Ravuna, um, Ravuna died suddenly. Rabbanan were very worried about this. You know, he died suddenly. Like, what was it? He was such a tzaddik. How could it be that he died so suddenly? So, Tanalu Zuga de Mahayev, Zuga, some have the gears of Zuza, some rabbi from that city of Mahayev said, that's only if you didn't reach the age of, 
of 80, right? You say he died suddenly, that's a kind of a chorus. It's only if he didn't reach the age of 80, of Lagilic Buros, but if he reached the age of, of vigor, of strength, at age 80, Zui Mises Nashika, that's a Mises Shika, that's Hashem giving him a kiss. That's a it's a it's a painless uh you know bracha kind of a of a death. If a person died suddenly. Amarava didn't linger. Amarava. Famous three things that a person's length of life and a person having children and his sustenance, meaning his making a living, etc., his um, his the provisions that he's that he's granted is not dependent on his schus, but rather it's it was fate. It was originally destined, you know, in the stars, etc., when he was born, that that was going to be his mazel. We said. Yerushalayim is dependent on him, but these things, what children he's going to have, how long he's going to live, you know, if he's going to be wealthy or not, that all depends on Mazel. Of course, there's a machlokas, the Gemara and Shabbos, he refers to it, Gemara and Shabbos uh, talks about that, some disagree, and some say, ain't Mazel Yisrael, there's no such thing as Mazel for Yisrael, it's Mazel for the Goyim, not Mazel for us, but that was his opinion, that's Rav said it all depends on Mazel, why? The Rabbah Rav Chista, his proof, Rav's proof is, Rabbi and Rafisa, Tavai Rabban and Sadiqa, they're both great Sadiqim, both great rabbis, righteous rabbis. One prays and rain comes. Rain comes for both of them. They could, they're both such great Sadiqim that whenever they pray for rain, it comes. Rafisa, but still, even though they're both equal in the sense they can both bring miracles and bring rain, Rafisa, he lived 92 years, lived to a ripe old age. Rabbo have Chaya Arba. He only lived forty years, so it's not. It, it depends on Mazel. Now we said, of course, maybe maybe he's referring to Rabbo. There's a question: Did he come from Eli, who was cursed, whatever? But whatever the reason is, when he was born, it wasn't dependent. He was a tzaddik. He was maybe as great a tzaddik as Rav Chista, but he only lived forty years, and Rav Chista lived ninety-two years, right? Chaya Arbon, Bay Rav Chista in the house of Rav Chista, Shisin Hulula. There were like 60 wedding feasts. 60 is just a, a, a number that's used a lot. But it means there were constant wedding feasts, you know, simchas all the time. And in Rabba's house, there was only 60, there were 60 bereavements, meaning there was a lot in, in Rafista, it was always a happy, joyous house with festivations and, and uh, parties. And uh, in Rabba's house, there was only bereavement. In Rafista, Smido Lakalbi, they had the best flower, the best clean, white, uh, refined, defined flower for the dogs. In other words, they had so much they could even give it to the animals. But Lomitin, it wasn't even it wasn't even requested. They had so much that even the the, the animals didn't finish eating it. They rob in Rabba's house, Nama the Sari Lainshi. They only had barley bread, the cheapest of breads, the most coarse of breads, and the, the humans ate that. They didn't even have that. In other words, that was there was a shortage of that too. So Christo was. In Rav Chista was very wealthy, and uh, Rabba was very poor. Biyama Rabba. So that was one thing. That, so Rabba said that it all depends on Mazel, wealth, and etc. And, and life. It all depends on Mazel. It doesn't depend on your actions. Another, another thing Rabba said: Hanitzlasmili. The following three things, boy, Kameshmaya. I requested God these three things. They should give me three three things. I, I requested of God: Tarti Avli. Two things they I uh, was granted. One, I wasn't granted. I asked God for to have the wisdom of Rav Huna, of and the wealth of Rav Chista. Those I were given. In the Sanuse, the Rav Barav Huna, but the 
modest uh, disposition of Ravuna, I wanted that too. I, I did request his wisdom, but I also wanted Ravuna's modest disposition, and that wasn't granted me. It's as if to say, can't you just be, you know, can't you just do it on your own? You know, why do I have to grant it? Wealth, I may not be able to get on my own, right? Wisdom, maybe I'll get on my own. But you can be modest on your own. Mashma from here that it's not so simple to have a modest. It's one thing to say a person could be modest in his ways and try to make ways, but to have a disposition that way, not so simple. Not so simple because he says, I wasn't granted that. Maybe he was modest, but he wasn't as modest as Rapuna. You know, maybe that's what he meant to say. I didn't have his modesty. Okay, still, so why didn't you try harder, you know? Okay. There's a line in Benjamin Franklin where he says that he was trying to become humble. People <laughs> were complaining he was very proud. <laughs> yeah. So he said he achieved the humility, but he was proud of his humility. <laughs> <laughs> Look who thinks he's humble. Rav Saorim Ahmadarava, his name, that was his name, some have spelled with a Samach. Rav Saorim Ahmadarava, he was a brother of Rava. Yasper was sitting in Rava, sitting in front of Rava. Chosi Davikamam, Rava was on his deathbed. And he saw that he was in the throes of death. Rashi says, go say, he was, he was dying. Amalei, Lema Margul Tsarn. So Rava begged his brother, please tell the Malacham not to make me suffer. He was laying there on his deathbed. He says, don't make me suffer. Amalei, that's a little bit discouraging this, uh, this stop, but uh, we're almost done with Moi Kutton. Tomorrow we will finish Mitzvah. Right? He says, um, 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 uh, to please beg, beg him not to make me suffer. You're asking me? This Rav Sarum wasn't so famous. Rav was pretty famous. He says, aren't you his buddy? You're, you're his uh, dear friend. You're Shishvinin. He's like, you're, your, uh, you know, uh, you're, what do they call it at a wedding? The, the best, man. best man. You know, you're, you're, you're his good buddy. Uh, you already asked me for Mazla. Once my Mazla has been given over to him, Meaning, Rashi says, uh, called that uh, Israel, Israel Maslin, my Mazel's gone. And now my fate is in his hands. Well, Ashmi, he doesn't listen to me anymore. I was once, you know, when I when I wasn't dying, then I was a powerhouse. But now he doesn't listen to me. Omalei, so Rav Sarum said, well, not much we could do then. But do me a favor. This Mar, please appear to me after you die. You know, there's appear to me in a dream. Tell me what it was like. It's Chazilei. So Rav appeared to his brother. Omalei. Havile Lamar Tsar, were you, was it painful? Was death painful? You know, as we say, everybody tells that same story. Your, your grandmother said, nobody's ever come back and told us what it's like, right? So he says, was it painful? Amalei, he rivted the kusila. It's like the prick of the cupper's instrument. In other words, it's just a little prick. It doesn't feel, it's not, it's not painful at all. He rivted the kusila. Okay, so this was one story. Uh, and we said this. This was a story of whom of um, Rava and his brother. Another time when Rava was still alive, obviously Rava Yosef of Nachman. He was in front of Nachman. Obviously, this story happened earlier on. He was from Nachman. He saw Rav Nachman was dying. Amalei, and the same thing. Rav Nachman said to Rava, please tell, sir, please tell the Malachim of us not to make me suffer. Amalei, Mar Lavadam Chashivu, are you asking me? You're asking me, Rava, you're of Nachman. You're greater than I am. You're an important man. Amrlei, man Khashiv, who is important, man Safan, who is, um, you know, who, who is a, an important, uh, the same idea. Rashi, Tosa says also Khashiv, you know, who, who is a person of, uh, of uh, you know, an eminent man, a person who's, who's, who's uh, uh, great and respected. Man Rakua, Rakia or Rakua, who's a person who's fit. 
the person is fit. On the bottom, the, the uh, Rav Marenchbrick says that uh, uh, he says that's also fit. Who is a person who is all more proper? He's, he's, in, he's in good shape. Tosa says more that Safan is Choshev like Choshev. Like the words Choshev and Safan are very similar, but who's you know, who's a, a person who is respected, who's a person who's important, or who is a person who is fit, you know, uh, against the Malcham Abbas, there's nothing nothing we could do. There's nothing we could do against him. Important doesn't mean anything. And once you're given over, he says, Omerlei. So again, Rabbi said to Nachman, please appear to me in a dream after you die. Let me know. So Nachman appeared to him. Obviously, again, this is before Rabbi died. And then Rabbi did the same thing. He appeared to his brother. He says, Omerlei. Um, was it painful when you died? It's like removing a hair from a cup of milk. Nothing at all. And it's just like taking it out. It's like no, no pain out. But still, but still, I mean, I'm in the next world, right? But Nachman's telling Rava. Still, if God would tell me, would you like to go back? Would you like to go back to this world? Right? Kad Havist the way you were before, lo be'ina, I wouldn't want to, the nafesh be'esusei, the fear of the malachamavis is so great. In other words, even though he had experienced it already, he said it was nothing, but just the fear of the malachamavis is so great, I don't want to be the way, where it was before. He says, if you would like to go back to the malachamavis the way you were before, no, I don't want to go back. That's what he told him. Rav Lazar, interesting story. Rav Lazar, Rav Lazar, Truma, now stories that happened in the month. Because uh, Olam Haba was so wonderful. Yeah, yeah. I figured he'll get Olam Haba eventually anyway. But, but the point is that he went, even though he, exper- he didn't experience any pain, he doesn't want to go back because the fear, in other words, probably means to say that, would you like to go back in the way you were before and will erase your memory of it? Wow. You know, maybe, maybe, that, maybe that's what it means. That's, would you like to go back the way you were before? The way you were before, nobody, nobody's ever come back. So, so if you would go back the way he was before, he didn't know what death was like. He says, the fear is so great. I was so afraid that I don't want to go back there. Fear, that's what fear could do. Right, correct. Rav Lezer, when it was his time, Malchamavis visited him. He was eating truma. It's Chazilei. The Malchamavis appeared to him. He says, you're coming to kill me now? Truma kachilna. Balav Kodesh is not Kodesh. If you kill me now and I'm dead, I'll be Matami the truma. I can't do that. It's Kodesh, right? And then eating, doing a holy thing, eating the truma. You can't kill me now. Hopefully, Shatta said the time passed. In other words, the Malachamavis missed his time. He had a certain time to kill him. And, and uh, you know, that time passed. So he missed he missed the opportunity. He had to come back later. Rav Shesh was in the market and he sees that the Malachamavis is coming to him. You want to kill me in the, in the market like an animal? Right, uh, he said, said, come to my house. And uh, doesn't say what happened if he visited him at the house or not, but maybe also maybe the time passed. Right, he's peer to him also in the market. Give me 30 days. That's usually, or Israel, give me 30, you know, give me 30 days. Can you give me a 30 day dispensation, reprove, uh, reprieve, uh, right? He said, reprieve for 30 days. I can review the whole learning. Because you guys, you say, or they say, happy you see the person who comes here and has learned. So I need 30 days just to chazer over, shall know everything. Came on the 30th day. Michael So what are, you, what are you rushing for now? It says, It's Rafuna Barnasan. Some say that 
In other words, he's supposed to take over uh, your yeshiva. In other words, it's his time. Uh, you're pushing away his time, or he's pushing you to leave, right? And one kingdom cannot overlap with another one, right? One king can, one king's time cannot overlap. You can't have two kings at the same time, even like the like a uh, uh, a hair breadth, you know, like even a, even a hair breadth, even like a thread, uh, you can't uh, like you can't pass up. You have to have one king is dead and one other king takes over. And it's now it's Rafuna Bar time, so you have to. It's time for you to go. Chista the Malchamavus was not able to kill him. Famous story, just like we saw by David, etc. Many by many rabbis. He never stopped learning, and he couldn't kill somebody. He couldn't Malchamavus had no power against the Torah. So if a person was learning, he wasn't able to kill him. He never stopped learning. So the Malchamavus went, sat up in a cedar tree, the Beirav cedar tree at the yeshiva where Rav Chista was learning, Paka Arza, and the the cedar cracked a little bit, you know, maybe a branch fell. The Shasak and that caused Rav Chista to hear, he heard the noise, he heard the noise of the uh, of the crack, and he was quiet for a minute. The and the Malchamavus was able to kill him in that second. Right, uh, when the Malchamavus wanted to kill him, he could never get near him. He could never get near him, wasn't able to kill him. So Yomachad one day so he appeared, the Malchamavus appeared as a poor, as a pauper, and came to his door for alms. Also, Tarfabah, he came, the Malchamavus came, knocked on the door. Please give me something to eat and bring me out some bread. So they brought out bread for him. If you're, if you are Rachmanas on a poor person, why aren't you, why aren't you Rachmanas on me? I'm here to do my job, and you're not letting me do my job. Uh, I'm supposed to bring you to the next world. Why aren't you letting me do my job? So, um, um, uh, and he, so now he revealed himself. In other words. Uh, now he, he revealed himself as a Malchamavis. He showed him his fiery rod, as if to say, "I'm the Malchamavis." And he made himself available. In other words, he he acceded, and uh, and uh, Malchamavis took him away. Now we come to the last Mishnah in in the Masechet. Nashim and Amidays. Nashim b'moed ma'anos avalomatapos. Women on Chalamoy are allowed to wail but they don't clap. In other words, it was common for the women in those days, they would wail and they would clap and they would uh, uh, sing these dirges. And um, uh, so he said, they can wail, but they don't clap, meaning they don't clap with their hands or clap on their thighs. The ones right next to the beer, they could, they could clap. On these holidays, which are more minor than Cholomoy, they can wail and they can clap, but they don't lament. We'll see what the difference is. What do you mean by lamenting and wailing? We're going to explain that in a minute. They don't, they don't uh, lament on those days. Uh, but that's only while the funeral was going on. Remember we said that the beer stops in the middle of the road if it's not a woman, and they, they do all this wailing and clapping and, and lamenting. So, But once the body has been laid to rest, Lomanas, then they don't do any more wailing on top of their clap. Ezo inui, what is considered inui, this inui that we talk about, ma'anos, when they all sing or talk at the same time or do their dirge at the same time. Kina, a lamentation is, one speaks and the other ones answer. That's different. So they're both 
kinds of wailing or lamentation, but kinas where one person speaks and the other ones follow. You know, they they uh, they act, they they talk responsively, whereas uh, in a inui they all do it at the same time. Shinemar, where do you see that they're and teach your daughters wailing and a woman to her neighbor akina lamentation, meaning she speaks to the neighbor and the neighbor answers. This is all we're talking about, death and ages and all the malach mavas, but lasulavo, one of the Pasuk says in Yeshaya, Bila Mavas and that stuff, this they always quote this at a, at a funeral. Hashem will swallow up death forever. And Hashem will wipe away all the tears from all faces, and that will be the end of death. Interesting, Tosis over here learns that what's this idea? So Bila Mavas, we want to end off with a night with a nice note. Uh, Tosis, the top Tosis says, okay, the sign with Abratov. So we went end up, okay, there's not going to be any more death. Loss of love, oh, that's going to be it. Right, because he says he learns that Mike, we're going to start uh, tomorrow. The next day, we're going to start Chagiga, the last Masechet in Moe. But he led Moe Katan as the last one. The Moe Katan do so Seder Moe. May I time Matarz Rav Rabbi Yaakov your lines? Oh, the Askel Seder Nashim. When we start Nashim, which is going to be Obama, starts with Tesvav Nashim. Women who die, women whose husbands die, uh, they potter their co-wives, you know, from Yibam and Chalitza, all that whole thing we're going to get into. So we're talking about death there, the husband died. So we're comparing the end of Moe, which is talking about death, with the beginning of the Obamas, which is talking about death. He says, I've got the Asl for us. We start for us, we don't want to ask, we don't want to start with for us, we don't want to start with some bad news. Can I mean the Oakland? The Tirits says, Why do we why do we start with that? The Tirits, the Sumpan Paranus the Moid Katan, Aitzel Paranus the Obamas, because it's connected. The end of Moid Katan, which is talking about Paranius, which is punishment, uh, death, destruction, uh, with the beginning of the Obamas, the Sumpan Paras the Paras, we put comfort next to comfort and Paras next to as if to say that Yavamas is the beginning of Yavamas is a continuation of the end of Moid. When we talk about uh, punishment and death. So he had Moed Cotton as the last Masechet, right? We have Megillah's last Masechet. Tosis' order in, in, in uh, Moed was different than ours. It says Gemara, Man Omram. My Omram, what do they say? We say over here that these women, uh, they, they do these wailing and they do lamentations. What do they say? What, what, what are the words that they use? So the Gemara brings down now some strange Lashonas that are, which are very hard to understand what they mean, different interpretations. Brian, what do they say? Amar Rav says, by laws of woe unto the one who's gone away, by the chavil the one who has been, uh, who's been hurt, who's wounded, right? Wait, wait. Maybe that means woe, woe to the one who's gone away and to the others who remain who are hurt, you know, the family members. Not for, anyway, the chavila here, you translate as Rashi learns as chavala, like a wound or, or people have been hurt. Amar Rav said that the neshei, the shech the women of shech the whalers in that city, Amarachi, they say the same thing. Woe to the one who's gone away, who's gone to his death, and woe to, woe to the injuries. Yamarava, said, oh, these are other things Rabba says that these women, these whalers say. And they said, Good garma mikocha. The, uh, the molar has fallen out of the cheek, as if to say that he's died. Uh, his cheek fell in. The namti and put water back in the kettle, or the water's going back up. There's no need for it anymore. Put the water back up. The Amar of a strange Lashonus here, right? Like as if to say, this is the death now, it's over. They say nothing. The mountains should wrap themselves up and cover themselves up in mourning. 
the Barami Ubaravri, because of the son of, of the high people of Ravri, of great people, who he was a great person, he died now, and even the mountains, so to speak, should cover themselves up in a veilus. There's another thing they said. Borrow, this poor guy who died is so poor, borrow a silk garment, uh, silk shrouds for him. For this free man, the Shalimas his provisions are gone. He has nothing. This poor guy died. These are different things they said. Maybe they said it at the same funeral or different funerals, depending on the circumstances. Here, he's the, the, the previous one, he was a hush of a person. Uh, even the mountains should cover themselves up. Maybe this is a poor person, they said. Even the uh, borrow uh, fancy shrouds for this poor person who has provisions are gone. The other another thing they said, they used to say, he ran and he fell onto the ferry crossing the boat as he's leaving. The Azusayov, he even had to borrow, uh, he had to borrow the fare for the ferry, this poor guy who's, uh, who's died now. Remember up in the Shane and Shepson, another thing they said, Achna Tagre Azavzaki Mythical, our brother who is a merchant, Azavzaki Mythical will be checked by his, um, uh, you know, but when, when, he, when he tries to enter where he's going, he's going to be checked to see if his Ma'asim were worthy of uh, going to the next world. Uh, he's going to be checked over there. The Amrav and the Shev Shev Amran, Mosa Kimosa, death is death. Everybody dies. Umarin Chibula. But uh, the suffering is like interest. And it's, it's like it's in every house. You always have to pay. You always have to pay. How you sure and Amber Bias, they're in the house. That's part of life. Tanya Rameyer Omer Tovalechas Obeysa, the Pasuk says, of course, Israelis. That's how they come. That's how they wail, right? Tovalechas Obeysa, Ovel. Better to go to a house that melechas al beis mishda, right? Says right. Vasher vasher chayit and live. Vaad vachayit and live. The end of the pasuk says, and the smart and the person who's alive will <clears throat> take note of this, right? Kita libo, pay attention to this. What does that mean? Dvarim shomisa, he should pay attention when he goes to the visit the mourner's house. He should pay attention. Why? Diyasmi smut. If he if he gives a eulogy properly, a smart person who's alive and realizes what's going on and visit the house of the Avel, if he eulogizes the, the dead, yes, they will eulogize him. He'll be, he'll be uh, repaid in kind. Do you cover if he takes place, he, he takes uh, part of the Fura, buries the uh, the person who died, he will also be properly buried. If he's one of the Paul bearers, you know, if, if he carries uh, he carries him, he'll also be uh, carried. The If he lifts the person up, he lifts the dead person up, They'll lift him up also. The other plumber might be in the hesped, might be a kola hesped acherem. In other words, his, if he raises his voice in eulogy, others will raise their voices in eulogy for him eventually when he dies. Some say, if he doesn't raise himself, he will be raised. Meaning, if he's modest, like we look for modesty in the mouth, if he doesn't raise himself, he's, he's modest, then other people will raise him. It's better when other people say, come up, you are great, you know, blah, blah, rather than him raising himself. Shmuel lost his sons. Four Kanim came in to comfort him. Who were the four Kanim? Tarfan turned to them and said, He is a great uh, person, Rabbi Shmuel. He's a great, he's a great chacham. Ubaki Bagaras, he's well known in the uh, homiletic stories of the of the uh, of the of the Tanoim. 
he's well versed in that. And all you kind of also be careful when you go in there, you know, let as if to say Rabbi Shmuel knows everything, be careful, maybe let him speak first, as we'll see. And uh, don't, you know, let everybody say their piece. Don't mix in with the other guys, let everybody say their own. I want to be the last to speak. Rabbi Shmuel got up and said, he had many sins. Now, what does he mean by that? He's talking about himself. He's talking about in third person. He doesn't want to say about himself. So his evil also came one apart. The tachbu elav means he had, uh, when a person, in the, in the, in the, in the Lushan of Avelis, it means if a person was an avel, and then while he was an avel, while he was sitting shiver, while he was in shloshim, another death happened. In other words, the death came in quick succession. That's Lushan of tachbu avalav. So here also he says, I guess, I guess because I had, Rabbi Shmuel was saying like about himself, he had many sins, so therefore he had multiple uh, availus, multiple bereavements in quick succession. And now I've troubled all you Rebbe's, all you important rabbis to come and be menachami, like he was talking about himself. He was like wailing and bemoaning himself. Right? You have to come once and you come a second time. In other words, you know, his sons didn't die in one traffic accident. They must have died one after another. And now I've been matriach you to come and be menachami several times. That's what Rabbi Shmuel said. Nenor of Tafra, Rabbi Tafra said, Omar, Achechon Kobes Shroif Kosasreifa. To quote this Pasik, right? Where none of them died by Lord Varm Kavachon, Manor of Yishalawas or Mitzvah Achas. None of them only did one mitzvah, the Sivay, proven Aaron as Saddam, as a Dame love, Kach, and yet they suffered. Bonov Shal Rabbi Shmuel, Allah's Kamakama. They're certainly, you know, they, they certainly, he said, everybody's going to cry for them. So certainly the children of Bishmal who were great uh, tzaddikim, certainly they're going, everybody's going to cry for them. Then Rabbi Yossi Gluli, Rabbi says, Masafta will call Yisrael, everybody will eulogize him, the cover also. Who wasn't a tzaddik, he only did one thing. I found one good thing about him, and yet, Yet they all eulogized him. Bonav Shalav Shmuel Achskamakama Tzadikim, who did many great mitzvahs, certainly should be eulogized with great uh, fanfare. My Dover Tov, what good thing did the Safiya Ben Yeravam Ben Yevad do? So Rav Zera of Chinen about Papa Charam Mishabitul Mishmarto, he he um, he voided, he annulled his mishmeras, his guard. But all the regular, he was all the regular. He did the mitzvah. All the regular. We talk about Chagiga. We're going to start talking about. He was all the regular. Charamar Shabitul Parshos Shoshiv Yeravam Aviv Aladrachim. His father had put up guards not to let people shaloyali Yisrael the regel. So he put up guards. His father had put up guards to prevent the people from coming to regel, and he annulled those guards. Nenor of Lezman Azar of Lezman, the third rabbi said, "Omer B'Shom Thomas Masrefus of Asachem Lachamari Shonim, you will die in 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 peace, and the burnings of your of your ancestors, the kings, Shayufanecha uh, Kain Yisrefu Lacha. They used to burn all their belongings. That was a sign of covet, so nobody else should use them." Tosh says he was a great tzaddik. There's only one mitzvah that it's recorded that he did. Right? He brought Yirmiyo from the butts, from the mud. And yet, uh, and yet we say he was treated with great honor upon his death. One more. said, And that day, the eulogy in Yishlaim would be so great. Like the Hesped of Adrimon in in the uh, valley of Megiddo. Bomber Yosef, Yosef, Ilmoli Targuma, Dagafundi for the Targum, Lavidana, like, we were, what are we talking about over here? That day, what, what day are we talking about? It says, Be'idna, Ahu, in that time, Yeskim, Mispeid, Yushalayim, the Hesmushalayim, 
Kimispeid of Achav Bar Omri, the Kotel Yasedrim was killed by a dream in Bar Tabiman, and like the Hesper of Yoshio Bar Amon, the Kotel Yase Paro Chagira, Paro Nechev, Paro the handicapped one, was uh, killed a Yoshio, and uh, the biggest Megiddo in that spot. And the Mispeid in that day will be as great as the Hesper of Yoshio will be as great. As those has paid him. But he stood in the chariot, even though he was mortally wounded, they propped him up so as not to discourage the troops. He did that one good thing, right? No Haram opposite when he was fighting Haram, Kach, and yet he had this great hesped for him. the sons of Ishmael, certainly will have a worthy of a great hesped. We'll, we'll stop here because we have to end here. We'll pick it up tomorrow. Omale Rabbi Rav Marmeri, 10 lines from the bottom of the page where we are now. Finish a mitzvah and we'll finish tomorrow. Moed Katan, and we'll at least we'll try to learn the Mishnah of Chagiga make a scene tomorrow. Mitzvah. Have a good day, everybody. Call to Surot Tovot, not these Hespadim stuff. You know. <laughs>